They're really good. Old ones? Recording in progress. Did you just, did you do that, Max? Yeah, it's recording now. Okay. But it might still be the limit, like always, but, you know, we make do. We'll just uh, start a new meeting. Yeah. Big well, hello, folks. Wow. Long time no see. Well, long time no talk on this show. We were just hosts or guest hosts on another show, but uh, it has been a minute, y'all. Um, I wish I had a better reason for us not being on top of it. But oh, my... Xavier, we have a reason. We have a reason, my friend. Well, what what, what is we had to trade a weapons dealer to get Max back. It was it that was rough. rough. That was, was rough. Got Max back safe and sound. Unfortunately, he's still in Nashville though, so that's the next. I was, step. I was bringing nicotine for the Russians. I was smuggling it in. Yeah, he got caught with a breeze pen. <laughs> airport and so he's been gone for a minute but um yeah yo the gang is back and um i just want to ask how has everyone been doing since the last time we talked <laughs> you'll see I, I, I had a birthday i had the whole summer uh, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah you, you you turned 21 you fell in love um what else <laughs> you know but really what else i'm, I'm great though i'm, I'm you know. wondering why gabe isn't in his usual bag it is because he is in love. So we pretty much have two maxes on the show at this point, folks. I'm pretty much carrying everything on my back, but what else is new? Um, no, seriously, Gabe, you're, you're mature now. You're, you're a man. You're 21. Like, I get it, dude. Like, you found the love of your life. She just made you, what, lamb chops, right? And mac and cheese and mashed potatoes and string beans. Time for jazz. You got jazz on the way. That's crazy, yeah. No Gabe, more hip-hop. Yeah, Joe, you're going to be like your dad now. Start writing poems, nigga. <laughs> about love man it's about that time man i gotta get in the hey, lab. You know what's crazy folks all of this is for a white woman no yeah, that's, what, that's, what, that's what's crazy too yeah whoa no he no, said, no, no he no. said he met her a youth group like a church youth group at his university mm -hmm, mm -hmm. why do you crazy? sound so yeah why do you sound so yeah, like you're in love it's, it's beautiful yeah, she's a love she's, love. A, she's, she's a black woman who goes to spelman uh college so yeah that's sure thing buddy and i'm dating a supermodel anyway guys <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Shameless Plug. <laughs> we have a lot, kind of cool. a lot we wanted to talk to you about, a lot we wanted to get off our chests. Um, I think before we start with any of the recent music drops, we should talk about our year-end wrap-ups and stuff like that. I don't use Spotify, so I didn't really get one, but did you guys get any cool lists and things like that? Um. My, I use Apple Music, and the thing about, well, I, I mostly use it for streaming. I don't have Spotify. But the thing about me is, I'm not even just saying this. Honestly, I use YouTube probably as much, if not more, than Apple Music because I'm too lazy that. to just type. Yeah. So my results are very skewed for, for one reason. And then the second reason is uh, I listen to one guy when I go to sleep almost every night. Oh. So it has... Uh, producer be done i've talked about him before i believe oh yeah i guess he, he he's one of the only guys that releases his instrumentals like on a you know whatever so i have him in a playlist i listen to that to sleep so i have like twenty one thousand hours for one guy and then the rest are like significantly less so it's kind of very skewed um in a way that doesn't really say anything you know what i mean yeah um but i think what's what's interesting for me is definitely listened mostly to people who didn't have music come out this year like my top listen to was not shit that came out this year yeah um, same 
Yeah. So, so I, I think, I think, you know, we're not going to get too broad and, and heady this quickly in, but I think something's a little, something's a little off in the music industry right now. Something's missing, I think. And uh, that was reflected in my listening habits, I believe. I don't even think it's just you, dude. There, I saw something that was saying like this year, there's been way more catalog music streamed, which just basically means mm-hmm. music that came out this year. So I feel like everyone is kind of just in the same boat. Um, mm-hmm. Which is weird because there've been a lot of big drops this year. That's why it's too many big drops. Too many, dude, bro. The amount of music I forget about. Like I listen to um, uh, ten the uh, Hitler wears Hermes ten the West Side Gun. I listened mm-hmm. when it came out, really liked it, and then I didn't listen to it for like two weeks. And then the other day, I'm flying back to Atlanta and I listened to it. And I'm like, oh wait, this was really good. Like it's just it's just stuff like that. Yeah. I'm constantly forgetting about really good music. That's a good point. Yeah, like, you're right. I guess that is a good point. Like, it doesn't really have a chance to sit, but I mean, this isn't new. It's not like any new artists came out. It's like, you know, some music dropped in the past years too. So, yeah, yeah of course. Really but that is a good point. So, something's up. I think, like, I'm not blaming necessarily artists specifically or anything. But it just seems like the pace and quality of things coming out is very transactional. It seems it doesn't feel very genuine a lot of times. And it seems like, you said the product's been stepped on? Uh, it's like this kind of, I don't know. It, it doesn't seem like there's much care put into it as much. I, I feel like we've talked about bubbles bursting in the past and how sometimes it feels like things are about to, like something, the, the, the way things are happening right now can't continue because it's not sustainable, you know? That's how yeah. you know I think of bubbles. And I think music's in a place now where it seems like the, a model was set a few years ago that's kind of proving itself to be not very fulfilling creatively or artistically, you know? I can get behind that actually. Yeah. So that's what I, it feels I, like to me. I like Killer Wars Hermes. I mean, yeah, like that album is good. I agree with Gabe. And it's it's not even particularly uh different from what he's released in the series or even in general. You know, it's it's pretty standard what's I done. Not in a bad way, but regardless. But I mean it, it, he's right, it just sits there for a minute and then it goes away, something else comes along. And then even what's I gun isn't talking about as much. There's not as much media surrounding it. You know, he released the day of the the, I, the 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 album art's cool, but I mean, it's just a JPEG essentially. You know what I mean? Sometimes it feels a lot of shit feels very throwaway, and not not even in an artistic way, just in a presentation way. So, well, I think I think that makes a really good segue for this topic then, because like we said, there've been a ton of big drops. So, what do we think about her loss? Um, oh yeah, you know, oh yeah. Since that there you was, go. Literally exactly. Right, since that was probably one of the bigger drops. And, you know, I'm not even asking about the quality of music individually per song, per se. But mm-hmm. do you think that that album falls into the category of you kind of forgot about it? Yeah. 100%. 100%. And it was I good. Was knowing, yeah, it was. That was all right. It was, was the best Drake has, off pure rap, it's the best yeah, Drake dude, rap dude. since, like, if you're reading this. Yeah. Um. Yeah, definitely better than Certified Lover Boys Bars. I'm not going to count, honestly, never mind. No. Um, like pure bars album wise, it's not. I don't know, I don't know where I'd rank it, but honestly, not- dude, yeah, you're right, it is some of his best rapping. Um, but that being said, dude, uh, I I like the album a lot, but um, did it have the, the same amount of weight as Certified Lover Boy did to you guys, or excuse no. me, maybe What a Time to Be Alive since that was his last? I don't know why it doesn't, but it doesn't, it's just weird because individually, yeah. each track feels like it matches up well. But yeah. I don't know. Like plastic bag is just never like it's 
it's gonna be tough for him to to, to top that. And just certain songs on that album, it's just I don't know. It was a moment I feel like, and it was just a collective moment. And like Twenty One Savage is great, and like Twenty One Savage is like of that class. I I don't want to necessarily loop him in with the guys from his XXL class, but like specifically that class, he's my favorite rapper. Like more than Uzi, uh, even more than uh. What year was that? Huh? Was that twenty sixteen? 2016, yeah, him, Uzi, Yachty, Kodak, all that. And he's my favorite one. I think he's one of the better new rappers. But A, he doesn't have as much new. voice on this as he yeah, said. right, six years ago. <laughs> no, crazy. you know what I mean, though. You know I, I mean. know, you're right. I know. I'm just yeah. crazy. But, but that, is, that, that says something. That, yeah, yeah right. he just doesn't, he doesn't have as much, like, impact on this album as I would have liked. And is I don't know, like, the Future was riding such a high wave when that album came out. It was like a moment. Like I agree with that point. Dropping heat after heat after heat and then that. I agree with that point. I think 21 Savage kind of felt like, or to me, it felt like he was just kind of thrown into it. Yeah, he just looked like a Yeah, this is some, yeah. you know, people make the joke that Drake has gambling debts to pay back. That's why he's been releasing, <laughs> releasing music the way he has recently. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think my theory was he... He's been the the most like you know gender neutral artist. Boys and girls love him a lot, you know, mm-hmm. and that's been the case for his pretty much his whole career. That was his whole thing, and uh, it seemed like honestly, never mind was for the ladies, and this one's for the fellows. Um, and I think he needed to kind of get twenty one on there to you know make that a little more obvious. You know what I'm saying? No, I get um, it. Just to sound yeah. more tough. I mean, those—that's what the memes are. They have memes of right. him as an Animal Crossing character, you know, like all that right. stuff. So, like, I oh, get I, the I, whole. Yeah, I, I, I think um, that's the strategy there, and I think his. I, I, I don't know if he's really like in gambling debt because, like, a day after the album he's is released, he's, 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 he's posting like his his bets on instagram stories you know no he has a deal with that with state no i know but like why does he, i think they don't i think they don't pay him i think he just they they, they give him a you know a, a upfront and then he can gamble with what he wants like a you know I mean? yeah right and then he can just gamble it all the way Maybe. <laughs> it's funnier to imagine it that way but i mean i think regardless like i don't know if he's really got it in him anymore to like care cool. as much well, here's the thing. I agree with that fully. I agree that he probably doesn't have it in him to like, you know, care, especially about the whole spectacle that comes along with dropping out albums. Uh, he doesn't really have the whole, he doesn't really do the whole show thing like he did mid 2010s where he would act like, you know, like this next album was going to change everything. And like other artists were like on his ass and on his back. Like now he just doesn't really care, which I appreciate. Right. Um, but I can see how that lessens the seriousness of the music to some people. But I really do enjoy a lot of the songs on here, like a lot. And I listen to it way more than I listen to uh, Certified Lover Boy. And honestly, never mind, of course. Um, some really standout songs to me were uh, Middle or More M's, Privileged mm-hmm. Rappers, uh, Pussy and Millions, mm-hmm. and uh, Middle of the Ocean. Mm-hmm. And um, Dude, I guess it's fuck me is the funniest song. I don't, I don't know why, but it just sounds like uh, "Thank Me Later" era, but like with bars from this year. I don't know, like I guess it's fuck me. Like it's just funny. To he's sassy. He's, he's almost forty years old. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And I think 
I think the spectacle is over. There, like, there's no more grand stage of music where, like, you know, the big titans fight for the number one spot, and like, you know, every album matters and the interviews matter. I mean, this whole lead up to this album where they're mocking traditional rollouts, right? SNL, NPR, and um, Howard Stern. Howard Stern. <laughs> that was random. <laughs> that was really weird. The was Howard cool. Stern interview. I wouldn't <laughs> mind it. Drake needs to do a tiny desk. They should have done a Joe Rogan parody. If you ask oh me. my god! Yeah, that'd be great. Whatever. But um, honestly, dude, never mind. No, but honestly, I do think that he's he is not even in on the joke. I, I think that, like you said, not even just him. I think every artist right now knows that music is in the least serious state it has ever been. Yeah, but there's no um, money in it. There's no money in making music anymore. It's all touring, right? Right, and um. I just still really enjoy the album. I, I like the fact that it's light. It doesn't seem he- like Certified Loverboy was a heavy album without having the bars to back it up. Does that make sense? Yeah, I agree. And I like that this was kind of less serious. And um, I-, I listened to it on repeat, dude, especially Pussy and Millions. Like, it's yeah, just- I was into that earlier. That's a great track. It is a great track, dude. I think I think a lot of people sleep on it because um, the beats aren't, you know that immaculate it's not like you know the second not... one is with rich flex no 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 the, the the beat switch when travis comes on oh for pussy well i'm talking about each like i'm talking about each uh beat on this album like they're not oh really, yeah, yeah, yeah they don't sound expensive you know like certified lover boy the beat sounded very expensive these sound a little more mid but they're not bad um i think that's kind of clouding people's judgment on the album I think it is very good, and I think in, in uh, probably like a few years, it will get the credit it deserves. People aren't really paying attention to it now because we've been spoiled. He released Honestly Nevermind and Certified so recently, but mark my words, in a few years, people will look back on this as one of his highlights, like probably a top four album from him, if I'm being honest. I do think it's top better than four. One Time to Be Alive, honestly. Really? It might be. It yeah. might be. You got to give it time. I don't know. Um, yeah. But I, I do prefer Future to 21 Savage. I love 21 Savage. Um, but Drake hasn't talked this heavy on an album, honestly, ever. I mean, he's addressed, like, he's basically just saying, like, you know, I don't care about conspiracies. He had the whole XXX Tentacion bar that he knows people are going to look too deep into. Um, he pretty much talked about the fact that he didn't really link up with Kanye because he liked Kanye. He just did it for Jay Prince. Like, he talks about the fact that, you know, he's, I think, per his words, excuse the vulgarity, he's fucking rap niggas hoes. Like, I just, I'm just saying, dude, like, it's the heaviest he's ever talked on an album. And But people are just acting like, you know. I mean, the lead the, the lead up to this, he was posting um, hentai on his Instagram story. Just, that was, oh, yeah, dude, he's freaky. <laughs> that was crazy. I ain't gonna lie. I, I would love an explanation for that. And it was mid hentai, by the way. i'm sorry dear husband (laughs) i really enjoy the album that's that's my two cents i think it's yeah i kind of agree with gabe now that i'm thinking about it it is his best bar since if you're reading this and i I love it yeah that's that's probably fair i think about it too um yeah, it's all right. I, I, I it's just not. I, I I didn't feel the need to go back to it as much. I don't think. Um, and that's not really. That's it's not entirely his fault, you know. It's kind of like what I was just the, the general burnout of a lot of 
music nowadays it seems like but yeah you know it's all right it's pretty good but yeah so relative to the music sphere now it was a good drop yeah and the one my biggest complaint is with collab albums like what a time to be alive and like watch the throne and there's probably some other ones I can th- I can't think. Like they feel like collab albums. Those ones did a really good job of feeling like collab albums. This one didn't. It felt like a Drake album with some Twenty One Savage in it. Ooh. Um, to me, that's fair. But like this is probably way more lopsided than Watch the Throne. I mean, sure, sure, sure. Anyway, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But still, I I did want a little more Twenty One. Like and just like the song him, just, or you wanted more like. Um, of him on this, like, do you want? Do you think you could have done better? Or you wanted to hear him more. Uh, a little bit of both. I also feel like the songs felt the also the sonically it felt like a Drake album with Twenty One Savage on it. Like, I wish it some a lot. I didn't feel like some of the songs just didn't sound like a song Twenty One would make. It's like a song the beat, the beat switches did. I will say the beat switches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what's crazy? Uh huh. I think one of the songs has a. Joel Santana sample for some reason. Let's see where the I'm just looking at the yeah. Joel's name is his real name is Laron James. Laron, Laron, like LeBron, but without a beat. Is it Treacherous Le-Ron. Twins? Um, no, it's Middle of the Ocean. It says, Oh, shit, yeah, yeah, but that's just crazy. That's, that's a funny name to be like with LeBron James and named Laron James. Oh, yeah, Lil Yachty snapped on the production, by the way. He did, yeah. he used all of it. Nah, but the songs he did, he did a really good job. I can't think off top which ones it was, but well, look them up. And it was one of them. He has his hold on. It says back outside boys, privileged rappers, pussy and millions. Oh, he did pussy and millions. And then he did jumbotron shit popping with uh, Oogie Mane and those guys. I didn't know he made beats. Now you know, yeah. I'm familiar. All right, yeah, I think it takes in. Anyway, that's pretty good. Well, what do we think about the um Daft Punk sample? What was that? I don't even remember. Which one was that again? Circle Circo Loco, the one where he had to oh, make I like that one. I like that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think he was dissing Megan the Stallion on that song? I think it was just being funny. I think he th- he's found it as being funny. I feel like yeah, he knew what he was doing. He's not you don't stupid. think he hates black women? His biggest fan. But, I don't uh, think you're. I don't think you have room to speak yeah. because you're not one, actually. So. Yeah, Gabe, you're not black, so let's just not even. Okay, next topic. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah please <laughs> upload this to YouTube, just not the audio, so niggas can see. See what that you're Filipino. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're kidding, guys. We're all black deep down. Anyways, so. <laughs> I do think it was a good album. Yeah. Um, I guess a more recent drop, a little more timely. We have Heroes and Villains by Metro Boomin. I think mm-hmm. this is interesting because um, I like Metro Boomin a lot. I, I like, um, you know, he's a big fixture in rap. Um, I just don't like the theme of this album, if that makes sense. But I do I, like the album. There's a lot I don't like about it, but there's also, it's it's there's a lot that's fine too to me. You know what I mean? We'll start off with telling us what you don't like, Max, since you're really good I, at it. Yeah. I think it just kind of sounds like 2017. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It just kind of sounds like shit that I don't really... Not that I don't listen to anymore, necessarily, but stuff that came out already. I don't know if he's had beats 
sitting for a while. I don't know if he just kind of hasn't yeah, a lot of these songs are that old. much. A lot of these songs are old because they've been like leaked or snippets from years oh, ago. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah that like Travis Scott time. song has been leaked for a while. A long time. Yeah. Um, he, he's had way fre- he has had way fresher beats that he was making like on Instagram Live that didn't make it to this album. Right. Like, That's true. Um, yeah, so I think it just kind of sounds like a little not stale on release, but maybe dated immediately. I guess it just sounds kind of you know. Oh no, dude! I get it. If this wasn't his first like album in like um, what four years, not all heroes were capes was his last solo album. Yeah, yeah, four years. If it wasn't his first album in four years, it would be it'd be like cool, it'd be fine. But the fact that we waited that long and he already pushed it back like a month because of her loss, uh, it may it makes me disappointed, dude. And like honestly, I think he overachieved with it. Like the rat, like the production almost sounds too expensive for what it ended up being. Yeah. Like I saw, like you know, I'm a human. I didn't read the actual article. Sue me. I saw a headline mm-hmm. that said like Metro Boomin like shows like how immaculate trap can actually be, and like oh, how yeah, can... dude. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dude. Like, I I don't mind if like you know the mastering is clean. Like you know I don't mind if it sounds well put together. I don't mind if it if honestly if you pay a lot of money for some of the samples, but it just sounded too contrived. It didn't sound like he took any risks like that were any different from anything he's done before, and um it just seemed predictable. Like you know there there was nothing that blew me away for how expensive it sounded. It was like a Michael Bay movie, you know. It was like it looked very expensive, and I kind of appreciate that, but it was cliche. It, it, um, I think the cool part, which kind of is the counter to that, is the promotion for it. I saw a lot of, um, like funny videos kind of in that superhero theme. Um, I'm assuming it was filmed again, making me think this has been sad on for a minute, but the the part where, um, Young Thug and Gunna are like doing the news together, yeah, you know, that that, they're funny, they're funny guys together, and that's it's kind of. I think Metro Boomin cared about the rollout for all this. And I think he, he cared about having to prove himself as an artist beyond being a producer. He's kind of like one of the only guys of this modern era that's really got taken that role, I guess. So I think he kind of wanted to, you know, really solidify his, his status as that. And that's fine. I think, I think yeah. it's good for him to care about it and everything, you know, more, more power to him. I just think he's clearly been sitting on this for a minute and like, that time to me has come and passed for when that music sounded good to me. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. I thought. I do agree. I mean, even the theme itself, like the whole Heroes oh. kind of Yeah, the first one, so his first project, the um, Not All Heroes Wear Capes, that one was just so much better to me. That was a really, I honestly really liked that album. And like sonically, it didn't feel as like cliche and just commercial. This one just felt like I don't know, regular. There's some good songs on here. Like, I really like Young Thug's verse on Metro Spider was good. I like the takeoff verse. Um, you know, there's a few other good parts, but as a whole, it was just, man. Uh-huh. You know, give me a couple tracks to add to my playlist, and I'll just I'll just keep it pushing after that. It's kind of... <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how it feels a lot of times, you know. Keep it pushing. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, nothing's really captured the attention of, like, you know, the masses. And this album is no different. Um, but hey, man, yeah, it just sounded old and dated, and the verses did not sound fresh. I, I gotta, I just gotta agree with that, guys. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. But um, 
Are there any other like drops before we just talk about general music news? Any other recent drops you guys wanted to like highlight or like you know bring up? Um, recent drop. I mean, like I said, I really have not been. Oh, let's talk. I mean, the Homicide Game album was all right. Bro, thank you. You he Max knows ball. I ain't gonna lie. Max knows <laughs> ball, man. Listen, Homicide Gang. In terms of opium, they've been they've been kind of they're the forgotten ones in opium. Yeah. Like everybody knows Ken Coast, Ken Carson. Everybody knows Lonely now. Mm-hmm. Homicide Gang is hard, man. Yeah, I didn't yeah. even know them until I heard I heard one of their song, the um the one song everybody does know um I can't remember the name. I just want to want to spin that being it was tight, but I did walk in the club and I oh, had a, my track. Yeah, 500, not 500, I don't know. But anyway, I listened to that whole album, and I really liked it. And so, and I, I really liked the, um, R5 had an album, um, like, a, a couple years ago, like, a year ago or something that I listened to recently that was really good. So I was excited for this. It's good. It's really, yeah. it's really good. Yeah, R5. I, I think, I think they, those guys get, they're more, hmm, not more authentic, but I think they get the, the vibe better than like Ken Carson. Even just, I mean, this very lonely is pretty good comparatively too. Tell me how they get the vibe better because I feel like I know what you're saying, but like I don't know. They all. Are I hard. I think I think what what they do is kids. well, not that I mean, aside from like you know being in the streets more than the other guys, it seems, and that's you know, you could say what you want about me liking you know when 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 gang members rap or whatever, but I mean, whatever. But I think what what makes them get the vibe more is there's a kind of the reason Cardi's punk punkness uh, made sense is because there is kind of a latent uh, intensity and almost anger in a lot of rap or what it, what could be trap or rap or whatever. I mean, if you listen to like old Lex Luger beats, those are fucking mean. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe Gucci Mane wasn't particularly you know animated. No, right. There there there's, there's a there, when you're in the streets and when you're you know coming from a dangerous situation like you you you're amped up about it you feel a certain intensity about animated. it i'm i'm guessing huh yeah they're more animated yeah and they just get that they they, they don't, they're not trying to be like you know punk monk like i do things differently i listen can you believe this i listen to my chemical romance can you believe i listened to uh uh green day when i was a kid i don't <laughs> think they're trying to do that they're trying to do more just like you know, kind of not new, not trying new territory lyrically, but like the beats they're on, th- that makes it better for the beats. I mean, the first, you gave, you know, the first song on the, on the new one, the one that's just homicide in the background yeah. over and over. I love that. It sounds mm-hmm. like, I don't know where they got the guy saying homicide from, but it sounds like a, like almost like a punk song. It sounds almost like a hardcore yeah, song that they took it from. And that's exactly what I think of now when I think of what Cardi's influence should be. If you're going to do punk shit, that's the way to do it. Actually listen to the music and take it from the music and don't just like make random regular trap music or trap music and then just like say I listened to, I don't know, Epi- or, or Paramore when I was a kid too. You can't just like throw that in there and think it's all right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Long winded. How old are you guys? I have no idea. I don't they're know. young. Nobody knows like anything about them. Yeah, they're probably on like, they're probably like got police on them, honestly. I, they don't want to share. Yeah, they, yeah they do. They do. Especially with everyone else, like the Atlanta DA putting everyone else in jail. I, I bet they don't want yeah, to. Yeah, no, the homicide. Because that's why Cardi's been linked is because of the homicide thing. Right. Uh, and homicide isn't just the, the, it's not just um Bino and Meech. It's um 
It's a, it's a lot. This has got R5. Um, oh, shoot. It's, oh, I didn't know it was like more than a couple guys. It's no, yeah, but like these uh, the ones on Opium is just two of them, but like oh. in, that, in that realm, it's like at least four or five that like, I know of. So, um, yeah, so I don't know. This, man, that album's good. There's some, the beats on there are great. I think right. every Opium member except Cardi obviously has dropped this year. I honestly think this might be the best one. This and Destroy Lonely's. Ken Carson's by far was very disappointing. I, I listened to Destroy Lonely's actually. I, I didn't think yeah. it was that great, but I, I'm um, not a huge. I'm not a huge fan. I think he's cool, and I think he does like. I I don't think he sounds like dated or out of place or anything. I think he sounds like he's doing his thing and whatever. And he's, I, I don't have him added to my library. You know what I mean? Like they, I'm not listening to him. I yeah. added him. Why? Well, I I was kind of disappointed because I heard Venom on Coat like a while ago, and I like got hype off that. And um, the rest of the album just didn't live up to it, in my opinion. Yeah, I get that. That is one of the harder songs. Yeah, I heard one of his better songs early in the other First, songs. Yeah. Like... So you know how, like, you know how, like, whenever um artists sign to another artist, it's like, you know, they get on, like, the sweatshop theory, how the artist <laughs> signed them, but, you know, have yeah. them. If, if Cardi did that, which I, you can debate on whether or not he did, um there's definitely influence but if he did that it makes a lot of sense because all these guys are good at different things i feel like 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 as good as lonely is he's probably the worst rapper like like sure bars he can't really rap like homicide they can actually rap and what do you think destroy lonely does better he's a um his uh his delivery i think is the best and then ken carson makes like the catchiest music and then, like, I like Lonely's just delivery and just cadence and stuff. And then Homicide is by far the hardest. They're, like, the toughest, more rough around the edges, but, like, the harder. Hard I, think, I think they do the most with the beats, to be honest. Yeah, they all that, too. They do the most. The, the punk thing has been, I don't want to say it's not dated or anything, but because Cardi did it and because, like, Ken, Ken, and, Distri- and, Ken and Lonely have been doing it, you're kind of used to it. When they do it, it actually feels, like, very innovative because they sound so much different than those guys. It sounds very innovative, and so right. you know, I, I think it's I think it's really dope. Um, but yeah, I honestly think they're the hardest rappers um, in the in that collective, if you will. So, yeah, I agree. All good. Whoa, that's crazy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What? Nothing like we have big things to talk about. We need to condemn Kanye's anti-Semitism. We, we, yes, yeah, oh, yeah, you're right. I don't need to do anything because, you know, my <laughs> um, yeah. I'm I mean, just... the powers that be are killing our guy. What do you want me to say? <laughs> They're taking away his Adidas deal. Yeah, they took that, didn't they? So is that what we're starting with this this next segment, Kanye? Yeah, yeah let's just get it out the way. All right, boom. <laughs> Here's here's what I will say. I'm very sympathetic towards people with mental illness. Uh, that being said, uh, <laughs> that being said, um, it sucks, dude. I don't know. If, I really don't even know what to say. It just sucks. What's going yeah, on? I, know. It's I, just... I, I I had a lot to say. I, I kind of, you know, already said what I was saying to my girlfriend uh, over the past month, I guess. Who's not Jewish, everybody, mind you. Uh, uh, I think recently um, I kind of was thinking like, why, why does he, why is he doing this? I mean, everyone's thinking, why is he doing this? But I'm thinking like, 
it, why Hitler? <laughs> of all people, why Hitler? And I'm thinking not only is he hanging out with, with Nick Fuentes, who I'm sure you all know by now, but I mean, if you, if you knew about him before, not surprising. Um, but I'm thinking like, okay, to, in Kanye's mind, as much as I can get in there, pause, Hitler is the most hated man alive. Yeah. Okay. Or dead, rather, not alive. <laughs> uh, he's the most hated man of all time, arguably. He yeah. just, the mag just spilled the beans, everybody. <laughs> Yeah. Spoiler. He's the most hated man in the Bolivian jungle. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> so he, if he's the most hated, that's how Kanye feels. He feels like he's the most hated. You know what I mean? And if that's the case, he can't, he's himself. So he's not going to hate himself. I wouldn't expect anyone or most people to hate themselves like that. So if he has some silver lining, if he has something good to offer, despite everyone hating him, then Hitler must have also. You know what I mean? I, I see where you're, I see where you're coming from with that. I think I think he's like I, he does it a lot where he calls himself Disney or he calls himself like Wreck It Ralph or he calls himself some like whatever a know, misunderstood he, protagonist kind of yeah yeah who has you know wants to change the world uh, maybe doesn't go about it the best way but has good intentions or whatever and you can kind of see uh, not excusing it mind you but you can kind of see. How Hitler, <laughs> how Hitler was kind of a misunderstood, shy, lonely, you know, world. He wanted to change well, the world. What did, did he make, Hitler what did, did want to change the world. Well, what do you, well, he did change the world a lot, actually. <laughs> and he did, well, what, do you, what do you, um, what do you make of Kanye saying, like, he likes Jewish people, or he loves Jewish people, but he also loves Hitler? Like, what does that mean to you? He's trying, he does this a lot. He did it with the Confederate flag during Jesus. He wants to he, That was change. so close to being cool. When he wore yeah, it. I know. So so close. I like yeah. the designs looked kind of cool, except for the fucking the flag. The Confederate flag is a hard ass design and it pisses me off. <laughs> that shit is yeah, hard. It is hard. Yeah, but I mean what, what he tries to do is he, he he wants to exert his influence, like prove his influence really, by I'm so fucking cool. This is my flag now. You know what I mean? Yeah, he did he, and he, he said that that's what he was doing with the Confederate flag. He wanted to use his power to rebrand it. Which right. a lot of people gave him more of a leeway for because he's, you know, African-American. Mm-hmm, exactly. But, uh, you know, when it comes to the whole Jewish thing, people are giving him a little more, you know, warranted uh, grief with it. Yeah. But, um, you don't think this is him trying to be Christ-like by trying to see the good in everybody, even, like you said, one of the most hated figures in world history? I, it definitely is that. There's a lot of that for sure. There's a lot. He definitely is in a stage in his life and socially and, you know, developmentally where he wants to, you know, prove his, he's still got it kind of thing. You know, he's middle-aged, lest you forget. You know, I get how he's kind of run culture for years, but I mean, he's he's old. He's an old guy. Yeah, dude. Uh, so I, he's probably at a stage where he's thinking like, you know, I, what can I do to still not maintain relevancy? I don't know. I, I I think what he's doing is really like pushing boundaries because of what's been what's ha- what he perceives has been happening to him. I also don't think he doesn't mean what he says. I think there's a. I do. I don't think he's like just doing it to say he's doing it. You know what I mean? When he that's says, what I want to talk about. Actually, Nazis. That's actually what I want to talk about. But I don't want to alienate Gabe yet. Like you know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, not, yeah, not to. I'm not the only one who has something to say here, obviously, but like, 
in my opinion, I think he's obviously like beyond offensive and wrong and strange and out of mm-hmm. his depth and probably over. Honestly, this might be it, assuming he doesn't make a change. Uh, but like, too late. yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. I don't know, but I I'm at least thinking. I I think he just identifies with being hated, and it might be just as simple as that at this point. You know what I mean? I think Kanye has. I feel like he has like a, a high level of insecurity in himself and he has to prove himself. Like you said, you know, like he was trying to exert his influence and prove like, I'm going to make this cool and make that cool. I mean, the dude made clothes that look like homeless people clothes. I feel like to prove he can sell anything. Right. Because it, it yeah. didn't look that cool to me at all. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he did make some, a lot of the clothing items were hard, but also yeah. like he does a lot of things to prove himself. The poopity scoop and the just whatever he he just does stuff all the time and i also think he's such a contrarian and like you said because of the hate he gets he wants to do whatever is unpopular or try to try to justify whatever is unpopular even though he actually agree disagrees with it like the trump thing he said multiple times he didn't know he didn't even pay attention to trump's politics he was just like i was just doing it i mean yeah reasons why but no but i mean I, I, I hear that. I don't want to cut you off. I, I don't think you're wrong in that. I don't think he knows what he's saying or gives a shit, really. I think he's too, like, he's too zooted. He's too out of it. He's too, he doesn't actually care. All three combined, possibly. I don't think he doesn't believe it, though. I think, like. No, no, no. I do. I he's, a rich, he's a rich business owner. I'm not, like, not to do the whole, oh, Max, talking about billionaires again. But, like, are, I'm saying, is it surprising that a guy in his position taking out who he is, a guy in his position is supporting Trump or is going right wing at, no, at no, middle no. age. You know what I mean? And what I was going to say is when he, when he did the Trump thing, I don't think, I don't Again, that was his intentions. Then I feel like it alienated such a percentage of people, specifically liberal people um, away from just, you know, talk, they started talking shit about him and questioning him and all this stuff that he ended up just becoming actually right wing, like more and more right wing and associating with those people. And, the quote-unquote free thinkers, which I don't, I hate that because every person who claims to be a free thinker believes the same thing. Um, But I think that alienated him from that half of society to where he started hanging out with like Nick Fuentes and, uh, you know, showing up on Alex Jones, which showing up on Alex Jones' show is crazy. But now, after the month and a half that guy's had with the lawsuit and everything, it's even crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I I I feel like now he genuinely associates with those people. Oh, he does, and he has no choice. They're the only ones who are taking him in, and he's he. You say what you want about him uh, over the years, good or bad. Like most famous people, I assume he's probably surrounded by yes men, and Mm -hmm. when those he he needs at this point, with how established he is, with also how not self aware he seems to be, uh, he is now dealing with the only yes men who will still tell him yes, which are these people like. Even beyond, you know, Nazi sympathizers or whatever, they're like literally clout chasers. These guys are grifters. These guys are purely obsessed with their own, you know, fame and, and image in, in the right wing media space or whatever. That's probably that's why they do half the shit they do. And but right wing politics is mostly just for fame now. Right, exactly. You can just get you can just get a bunch of fame and, and attention from the most insane, stupid people in this country by saying that like, yeah, I'm not using pronouns or they're groomed not they only really get any credit now or not credit they only really get any you know support now for their anti-lgbt stuff which is really kind of almost scary but like 
you just say that as a somewhat public figure and you get tons of people following you and just doing whatever you want. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And he just needs yes, man. And these are the people who are telling him yes still. So. Well, here's the thing. Yes, I agree with that. And I agree with everything you're saying. I just want to add this in. Uh, once you hit a certain tax bracket and only your enemies are Jewish, you've made it. <laughs> like that, like that's when you know, like that's when you know you've made it. That's when you really have champagne problems. And I don't want to like, you know, discredit what he's going through mentally or like, you know, condone anything he's saying. But like, I mean, well, what is he saying? I don't, he, what but, he's saying is don't hate me, please. He's saying, Kim, please don't hate me. Okay. But where did the anti-Semitism come from? Because you can't say it. And he loves, look, here's another thing too. People have been, you know, giving him shit for pretty much since the George Bush thing, you know, um, he's made a name for himself being like, we, we don't see it this way because we've always been fans. You know what I mean? But you have to keep in mind how many people have hated him for years, really since Taylor Swift. Now I think about it. That was probably the biggest thing. Yeah. People hate him. And even though he had all the cool kids, you know, seal of approval because he made awesome music even though he like could could transition to fashion because he had a good sense of fashion and he was the first guy he brought fashion to rap really not in a you know looking cool way but in a high-end you know european label way you know what i mean um mm -hmm. he, he made that transition and that was like he's the, you know he's the man even though tons of people didn't like him and not us because but people didn't so i think he's always kind of had this not getting away with things. I don't think it's done anything that bad prior to the Trump stuff, but like he's always had the kind of cool factor, you know what I mean? Not in like a, this sounds good or like he looks cool, but like he is pushing boundaries, moving things forward. He's cool. You know what I mean? And I think he kind of got high in his own supply in that way. And aside from the fact that he should be in a mental hospital, um, you know, he, he loves pushing boundaries aside from, how he does it just the simple fact of pushing boundaries you know what i mean so like if he can get people on a nazi tip imagine how like imagine how much that would qualify that part of him you know what i mean to him to himself i get that i get that it would be like the ultimate you know get but like what but like where where is he coming from with the jewish media thing like now oh okay i mean honestly it could be as simple as black hebrews related stuff yeah, I was gonna I, say I, his, I, I, I was gonna say his him being a, a devout Christian, quote unquote, not really, but um in his age, like so many like Xavier, you probably know a little bit, but like, I really know so many black men around that age are just get tied up in the Hebrew Israelite stuff. Um yeah. for a ton of reasons that I don't even want to get into. <sighs> that I really think it I think it comes from that. Yeah. I think I think his I think he has throughout his life put a lot of important he, he 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 as much as he talks a big game and like you know runs shit or whatever i think he always needed his mom not like in a bad way everyone needs their mom but i think he he really looked up to her and took her advice and kind of let him lead let her lead him a little bit you know what i mean not in like creatively but in like a you know life path way and i think i think, I think yeah i think most people yeah do. 
Right. There's nothing wrong with that at all. I mean, I, I do it a lot too. But I think when his mom died and he, he needed that still, I think he is insecure. And I think he is more insecure than he lets on. And he needs someone to kind of validate him a little bit. And who, who else would do that besides your mom? You know what I mean? Um, and I think having his dad kind of take that role instead. I mean, if you guys know what his dad is, is like, I think his dad put him on the Christian tip uh, really hard. Um, mm-hmm. his, I, didn't his dad run like a, a religious rehab service? Isn't, am, I, am I wrong? I think that's what he did or does maybe. Still. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. And I, th- I think like, you know, remember when his dad was with him in Wyoming a bunch and yeah. like, that was kind of when I noticed him going really Christian and kind of right wing because like you said, Gabe, and I think like a lot of people are kind of realizing, in a, you know, we're living in an America where your age almost says more about your politics than your ethnicity at a certain point. And I think a lot of older minorities at this point, like aren't voting as blue or thinking as blue in general as people, other people thought, you know what I mean? If, if Kanye's dad is a religious older man you know and his son comes to him and says i you know what do i do dad i think that not to blame his dad for being a religious good father but i think like that put the christ in his life a lot more and i don't think he was able to deal with that because he's mentally ill and because you know it it validates his worst impulses when you go about it the wrong way which i think he is you know what i mean here yeah Anyway, I do get yeah. it. I do get that. And here's the thing. Before Alex Jones, I actually saw where he was coming from, from the point of view that like, okay, here's something he said that I think was taken out of context that I actually think is kind of accurate. He's trying to, he's saying that a lot of black people in America have like this idea of like an identity that is, he didn't word it like this, but this is how I'm interpreting it that only exists in relation to white people. And a lot of people were saying that's like a bad thing, but I actually agree with that. He was saying that like, you know, blackness was a a concept um, created by white people, which I guess is technically like, you know, not wrong, you know, because where do you delineate that line? You know, in America, it's based off of like, you know, your facial features and whatever, but like, he, I think he was trying to get to the point that, you know, I'm not defending anything he said, but I think he was trying to get across the point that, like, there is a, I, there is an emphasis on identity politics, which I do agree mm-hmm. with, mm-hmm. that is unnecessary. Yeah. In and politics. there's, way, there, yeah, there's ways to go about that too. We've talked about that. I mean, personally, even, I'm pretty sure on this show. You know, when Gabe, when your dad was on, I think we had a great conversation about that fact and about how mm-hmm. when I, I kind of was talking about how like when when Republicans advocate for you as an American, an individual American to better yourself, almost in a self-help kind of way. But when, when they're t- talking about individual benefit instead of society at large benefit, more people than just white people are going to are going to take that to heart and think, well, these people are speaking for me in a way that Democrats aren't because Democrats they're, they're not but say what you want about them. They're not very good at like communicating meaningful political rhetoric at this point. They don't say anything that anyone believes. And when the Republicans are saying, look, I don't care what, what color you are, black, purple, brown, I don't give a shit. You know, I want you as an American to succeed. People who aren't white are going to take that to heart in a way, especially because Democrats aren't saying the same thing. So 
I think he, I think identity politics, assuming people are a certain way because of who they are, um, isn't wrong entirely, but it's also not right entirely. It's not, it's not a correct way to look at the way the world we live in entirely. And like, if he's saying that, which I think he doesn't even really know what he's saying entirely, then like, maybe that's true, but also keep in mind who's telling him that and why they're telling him that. Uh, did you guys see his latest post during the Georgia midterm? The, the, yeah, the, he said vote the, for Walker, didn't he? Yeah, and he gave yeah. a link. Do you think he, do you think uh-huh. some Republican operative isn't in his ear telling him what to post? You know what I mean? Yeah. He has yeah. someone in his, he has someone telling him what to do. And like, as much as you can hate, you can and should hate on this guy. He's being a nut job, ridiculous. I mean, he's got to stop. He just should, as simple as that, he's got to stop. But like, he also has someone who's telling some, him what to do and say. And he's barely listening because he's not Honestly, fully there. Yeah, dude, you know, yeah. And you know what, dude? Like, more than his mom dying, I do think him marrying Kim was a bad move. Bad move, that too. I mean, it, it, it didn't make him ill or anything, but, like, that's not a good move. It, it, they're not – that's not the same kind of life they <laughs> I don't think, you know. And, even... and there's no winning against her in the media. No matter what's actually going on in their marriage and no matter how in the right or the wrong either of them are, you're never going to beat the Kardashian media machine. Yeah. Yeah. It's and really I don't even like get into the whole. Oh. Uh, continue again. I was going to say, I don't even get into the whole, like some people who just hate the Kardashians against the whole, it's Kim's fault. She did. Like, I don't get into that. I don't blame her individually. I just think the way the family set up, because what, what we do know about Kanye, I, I'll say it like this. What we do know about Kanye is when he has these mental breaks, he gets away. After the Taylor Swift incident, he went to like the the Alps or some shit in Europe. Um, the last few years with the MAGA stuff and the slavery was a choice stuff, he ended up being in Wyoming a lot, and like he just like mentally gets away a lot. You can't do that with them. So like everything with them, your cameras are in your face all the time. It brings extra media attention, which is already a lot because you're one, you know, the biggest rapper in the world. And then so all that, it's just so much attention that. Not everyone's built a handle. I mean, James Harden was with one of them, and James Harden's very famous, and he said it was the worst year of his life when he was with Khloe <laughs> Kardashian because he was just like, a lot of media attention you get. So I, I I, think that was, and I think he bought into it a little bit, but I think it also, it didn't help. Yeah, and, and what, what sucks about it is now he has kids with her, so it doesn't really matter. It, it, not, nothing doesn't matter, but like, you know, he's got to He has no choice but to deal with it now. He shouldn't have, he shouldn't have made entirely made that decision i'm not saying i think the kardashians weren't frothing at the mouth for you know west as their oh, yeah. kid's last name or whatever but like you know he, he's he's being such a bad he's being a bad dad and you these are your kids even if this is their mom you know what i mean this is your family now yeah. you chose you did choose that family you know i don't know exactly how well he was doing mentally for the past ever but like assuming he's been relatively stable like he's he's choosing to be like this it should not be like this to, to be with these people. And these people are, you know, kind of off topic. But one time me and my girlfriend listened to NPR annoyingly, and they were talking about the world of work and the world of play and how businesses are working to kind of blend those two worlds so that the world of work and the world of play can actually help each other. You know, basically, you're always working is what they're kind of talking about. And mm-hmm. if the Kardashians are the world of work and the world of play, like at once they are never off their their jobs are living and they live for a job 
which sounds nice, but it's like they're never off the clock. You know what I mean? They're yeah. always in the world of work. And, and I mean, we, and we grew up around people who act like that, and like they really do act like that. Yeah. When the camera's off, so. Like everything, like everything they do is, like a job, is part of their job. You know what I mean? And like that's not, I I couldn't handle that. I don't think most people could. Like you just said James Harden couldn't handle it. Uh, Tristan Thompson doesn't seem like he's handling it very well. I, any of those guys, I I don't blame them for being uh, seduced by the situation, but also I don't blame them for hating it. You know, but at this point, yeah, it's just kids. not. I don't know. So, are we dropping him? Do you guys listen to his music? Dude, I this is my, part of my point too. I, 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 I have. I'm a big. I've been a big fan, and I looked up to him more than just good music. I mean, like I like your music for being good. Um, my first kind of brush with not not effing with him that much. You might might be a hot hot take, but like Life of Pablo, I really didn't like that much when it came out. I didn't like the, the, the rollout. I thought there wasn't really anything boundary pushing like I expected or, you know, anything like substantial beyond just like some of these songs sound pretty good. You know, I liked a lot of the songs, but I just, I, I wasn't like kind of captured by it. And I kind of was like, my, my rose tinted glasses kind of had a crack in them for a second. And then Honestly, since like definitely since Yay the album, I've not liked his music really. I really have not listened to it. It's been fine. I don't I don't judge people when they say they like it or they think it's it's you know good or anything. I, I you know that I that's fine. I just have not liked it really at all. I haven't really cared that much about what he's done creatively in it's geez a while since like kind of college to me. Um, so I'm fine being like you know until he's better. I'm not I'm not invested. You know what I mean? So, I've liked the newer music more than Max, um, but I'll be honest. I can listen to some of his old stuff, and it does. It doesn't feel weird. Like everything pre Life of Pablo, it doesn't feel weird to listen. I actually pre Jesus. Yeah, I feel like Jesus. Some of the themes of Jesus feel very weird now. Like what? Like, uh-huh. the, like edgy it was. It feels weird now. Um, but what feels weird about Jesus though? Like I mean, like. Like in ways like the edginess of it, like it seems like there's a correlation between that and now. Like late registration, you can listen to that album all the way through. This it doesn't feel like that's the same guy as now. No, it just doesn't. That Jesus, I feel what you feels, mean a little bit. Feels like, yeah, like Jesus. It feels. I mean, the I am a God and stuff. Like it feels more like the darkness of the album, and it's a great, it's a very good album. But it just it feels like that's the same guy. I and so the mean. old music, I because it doesn't feel like the same guy. I I don't know. I've probably this is probably the least amount I've listened to him, like in the last month and a half. Like I barely listened to him, but newer old, but the newer stuff just doesn't sit right with me. You know, I like. You think it's it. changed? Like, you like like you listened to it and thought you liked it, and then now you hear it and it sounds different. Do you think? Yeah, it just feels weird. I don't know. I just, huh. it just leaves. Yeah, see, I, I never really liked it, so I, I, I don't like. It doesn't yeah, sound like, any worse to me. You know what I mean? Like you know, so Donda. Like part of the reason I like it, like I'm, I really like you know Casey the rapper. Oh yeah, yeah, Casey. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't know how much y'all know, but Donda's basically his album. He made pretty much all of it, and like, and I feel like I'm a big Casey fan. So like knowing that like knowing that and stuff like i was like okay i really i I liked it anyway and it made me like him a lot and stuff so like i i like donda 
um for the features and I, I thought it was a cool album uh i liked yay i a good amount like kissy goes i liked it all but it just it doesn't sit right with me i'm not gonna lie but interesting we'll yeah. see maybe he'll get better um what would he have to do to redeem himself from this for any it's just time it's just gonna have to be like um obviously apologize and just show consistent behavior because after he said slavery was a choice a lot of people don't know i mean you guys know but he, like he went on the radio in chicago and apologized and he broke down in tears mm. and i was like okay well maybe he's finally figured it out clearly he hasn't because now he's freaking third right but yeah. at the time it seemed like he was figuring it out and so it, it's just gonna have to be better behavior for a long time and like not just him apologizing but him understanding and him explaining like that i feel like well, I, I think, yeah, I, I think there's, it's interesting. I think for his sake, he's just got to stop. For his sake, don't worry about, you know, making music that you're half paying attention to. Don't worry about, like, deals with brands, clothes-wise deals that, like, again, you don't really are involved in because you're too busy running a school you're not involved in because you're too busy, whatever, that you're not involved. Like, he, he's spreading himself way too thin. That's part of what's leading to his mental instability and his lack of understanding of what he's even saying. You know what I mean? He's just got to mm-hmm. stop. He's got to, I think for his sake and for his reputation, take a few years. I know everything moves quick now. I'm going to say three or four years. Just just do nothing. You know what I mean? Settle down for a minute. Do nothing. Don't worry about changing the world. Don't worry about, about just like spend time with your kids. Go to therapy. Take medication if you need it. Think, really like think about who you are and what you're doing and all this kind of shit and then as if he comes back later redemption you know i can see a media tour of him being like i didn't even know what i was saying i didn't know where i was i can see him being lucid again if he takes the right steps but like i don't know if he will and if he doesn't then he's just he's literally going to be like a i just saw kirstie alley die if you guys know who that is uh she, her yeah. career was destroyed pretty much destroyed by scientology and she pretty much became yeah. known as the Scientology person. I can see him easily being the rapper that became a right-wing guy that no one listens to anymore. You know what I mean? And that's sad. Yeah. But I can see that being the case if he doesn't change how he behaves. I think it's just sad how, the yeah, I think it's just sad how quickly it all tumbled. Because it was just you know, really cool watching it all build up in real time, growing up with it. Uh-huh. And just having it all be destroyed in a matter of less than a month is the thing almost is- anticlimactic. What is he like? What motivation does he have to like? I, I agree with Max completely on the plan. It just doesn't seem like something he would do. It just feels like he wouldn't feel like he needs to do that. Look, I mean, like, and, and, it, I feel like the one thing it would take, and I'm not trying to speculate because at the end of the day, this stuff is a man's private life, even though it's <coughs> very public. But like, it will have to be something to do with like he can no longer see his kids because right now, if Kim Kardashian were to say, "I want full custody. I don't want this man near the kids," what judge isn't giving her that? Oh, easily, right. Easily, right. So it'll have to be something like that. But you, again, I'm not going to like speculate on anything like that, but it would yeah, have to be want... something. At that point, he has no friends, like real friends. He has the, the money. He lost all his deals already. He doesn't really care. He has enough money that he doesn't care. What is, that's the only thing it's going to take. Dude, I, I saw him. I saw an Instagram discovery page, a clip of him. Um, He's explaining how like, I, Adidas won't let me use Apple Pay. They like, I. Well, they well, they even cut off his credit card, right? I, his but his deal, 
didn't, they didn't just hand him a bag of money. His wealth isn't just like a bag of money st- stashed in his closet or whatever. I don't think he understands how his own finances work. And I'm not saying I do, but I mean, when he's valued at a certain number, that doesn't mean he has a certain amount of number in the bank. I mean, that's just like basic. They probably gave him unlimited. They probably gave him like a black card. Yeah, but, but like, shocker, you don't have a deal with him. They took that away, of course. Or like, shocker, when you don't have the company you own valued as much as it is, you don't have as much money to spend. Like, he just doesn't, under, he doesn't seem to understand what situation he's in. And I guarantee you, he just has tons of people either running his shit for him, telling him what he's doing is fine, even if he's, if he's not doing it correctly. And he has all these ideas that go nowhere. Like the school, remember the, the, the Donda Academy? That got Look, that fell apart because it wasn't a credit. They didn't get accreditation. Right. Why wasn't it accredited? What What is it? Why Why are you Are you involved in it or not? I just mm-hmm. think he's just spreading himself so thin to the point where he doesn't know what's going on. He has I no. He, huh. I think he did the down to school, so he has something to argue with about Kimmel publicly. I ain't gonna lie. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, and that's another right wing thing about where you know I, one of my predictions for the American next few years, not however long, is public school being severely changed if not taken away um a big right-wing talking point now is how uh public school you need to homeschool your kids for god or whatever or like there's groomers and kids and they let you be a cat if you want to be a cat and all this kind of stuff you know what i mean they're trying to either privatize education so everything's charter schools or basically just get rid of i made a religious thing i think kanye somehow got that in his ear and then he wanted to make an academy for that reason like you said maybe to argue with kim Maybe because he thinks he's like, you know, teaching his kids the way to live. I don't know what he thinks, but he's just doing all these. I like he's so like harebrained. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he, I, 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 part of the reason I'm not super furious at him, like a lot of people rightfully are, is just like this is not a man who knows what's going on. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I, I'm not taking it too personally because I don't know. I don't think he knows where he is. You know what I mean? I don't think he knows what's going on. No. How, how often does he see his kids now? Do we think? I'm not, I don't know the man's personal life, but like, do you think he like he's in Miami one day, he's in Japan the next day? Like, how often is he really seeing his family to the point where he'd care if they were gone? I, I don't know. know. I don't know. It's bleak, very bleak for him. I hope he, I hope he can, you know, just figure his shit out. But I don't see it happening at all. Yeah, me neither. Not. <laughs> It's, it's just that I ain't gonna lie. Like, just given like how much it impacted all three of us, it is very sad. I'm still wearing my Yeezys though. Like, niggas not. <laughs> I don't. He didn't design them. I don't think. I don't think it's yeah, that big a deal. I already paid for them. Niggas ain't gonna stop this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I was honestly like, I I think it's funny. I I can't lie and say that like him saying especially Hitler and an Alex Jones interview is kind of funny. It made me laugh. Um, but like what gets me personally is reading comments of like his videos, like on Instagram or like tweets about him and stuff, like thinking he's smart or saying something actually, and not even in like, I'm offended kind of way, but a little bit, but just in, like, how can you people like think this? this is so stupid. How do you people are, how do you people think this stupidly about things? You know what I mean? There are people, I mean, I'm cool. I'm somewhat cool with people who are defending him up until this Nazi thing. And just like, well, like when the stuff started and he got the Adidas deal pool, they're like, oh, well, he's just trying to get his Adidas deal pool. Or, oh, well, yeah, I saw that. This is like, this is all an attempt to get out of it. Oh, it's only, yeah. Oh, you're only looking at a 30 second clip from an hour interview. Like, bro, 
like if I were to go in here and start saying see Kyle and people only brought that up, the rest of the interview doesn't matter. I'm sorry, it doesn't. Yeah. I mean, I think like if he were doing any of this intent, he's not. He's not doing it to get out of deals. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's brutal. That's Honestly, like, he might have, but eh, there's, got, there's, got, there's no other way. <laughs> Is there no other way to get out of a deal? In his case, uh, and why does he want to? Like, what? What does he think? Like, why does he want to get out of an Adidas deal? He claims Wait, he control. Um, he claims Adidas. For what? He, it's his, there's no. There's zero branding on the shoes ever. Uh, he doesn't. He, still like, releasing. Yeah, they're just still releasing yeah. everything. But, but I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. I mean, it's just it's 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 exhausting at a certain point too. I'm like, I want to be over. No more of this. Yeah. And I'm tired of seeing it. Like we just gotta stop giving this nigga attention. That's what I feel like it will be is when we stop giving him attention. But that's not gonna happen. Right. Well, it, it could. No, common. I don't know. I disagree. I think it could. I think like people are getting sick of it. I mean, he was on another show after Alex Jones. Did you guys even know that? Yeah. Yeah. I saw, right. I saw clips. But I, who's watching these interviews? No one. That's the point. No one's. No one has time to watch a three-hour-long interview where Kanye talks about how Nazis are chill. So he's gonna fade into irrelevancy and. <laughs> He goes away one way or the other. I don't, I, hopefully it's because he wants to and get help and, or it's because he goes deeper and deeper and no one cares anymore. Yeah. Yeah. You know, move on. Next thing. Yeah. I don't know. And, and keep in mind too, not, I, I feel like I'm talking a lot, but like when him, him saying Nazis are cool, that's not just offensive to Jews. That's offensive to almost every kind of person. You know what I mean? Yeah, Hitler didn't like black people. Right. It's also anti-black. It's also homophobic. It's also xenophobic and almost to every kind of person. It's also probably Islamophobic. It's also kind of anti-Christian because Hitler was this kind of atheist. Right. I mean, I don't, it's, it's not just anti-Semitic. I think he's saying it because he wants to be, but like, it's also anti-Black. People were saying, like you said, you know, he said slavery is a choice and people didn't care as much because it was anti-Black. I, I hear that, but he's also being anti-Black right now. You know what I mean? Well, what is he yeah, Nazi I mean, thought about Black people? I, I mentioned this a while ago when all this started, like, him him being anti-black will never hold the same weight because he's black. Like, a white company can't cancel a black man for being anti-black. Right. And even though they probably should, and even though they could, that's when people are like, well, why, were, why where was his energy when he was talking about black people? White people can't tell a black man how to feel about his own race, even though You're they're right. wrong. So this well, is I the one the- time they could. And people are talking about, well, he's only because he's talking about Jewish people. If he was talking about Muslim people this strongly, oh, I, I feel like the reaction would be pretty similar. Yeah, I, I think I think more people dislike Muslim people than Jewish people in this country. Uh, well, it depends. It depends where, but I, I, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think you were you also hit the nail on the head earlier when you. I remember you tweeted this, like, you know, they're not going to tell black guy if he's being anti-black because also like that's a, they don't really know. It's not really a good look for them to like say that. You know what I mean? It, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. Don't want to excuse them of being you know annoying or whatever. But like, if if Kanye's being anti-black three or four years ago, whenever he said that slavery thing like they come across weird if they say that you know they, they're not going to tell him he's being anti like they don't know how would they know you know mm-hmm. what i mean why would that happen if, he, if he's being uh directly offensive to another minority or another group of people that's so obvious i mean i don't know what people what more people want how obvious it needs to be you know what i mean right now and, and you can see him like he said the thing about musk where he was like you know he's, oh he's actually half chinese or something which is like weird but he's also, not. I, like yeah, he's not. Guy. He's not. He's. I mean, he came from South Africa. Like those people are 
race scientists to a T, but like the, the white ones, but um, like, I think he just, he's just getting off on pushing buttons. You know what I mean? Is that, is that anti-Asian? Of course it is, but also like, he clearly is just trying to be offensive and I'm not excusing it at all. I think he doesn't probably think of people equally, but like, it's just like tiresome. Well, we do have one minute left on this segment. Right. Yeah, I'm tired. So, um, do you want to just exit and then use like the next five minutes of the next one to just wrap things up or what? Yeah, that's all good to me. What do you think, Gabe? Yes. yes. Yeah. All, right. all right. Folks, well. Um, Break time. Ah. Hello, everyone. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to our final segment. Up, shameless plug uh so you know we just did the whole kanye thing and that is disappointing and it is unfortunate but we are going to segue into another sad note but it is major uh rapper takeoff has passed away it's been a while now it's been like about a month since that happened but um has it been a month yeah, about, yeah. About a month. okay it's been about a month since that happened and i just remember you know when that happened that day I said the saddest thing to me was that there was nothing even to say about it. No. It wasn't even that, you know, it was shocking, but it wasn't even, you know, so shocking that I was like, you know, sick or surprised. Like it, it just made sense. It was bad, but you know, it just, I, I, it just, I don't know. I could see it happening. Yeah. And like, and you know, Gabe probably knows more about the details. So. Well, I was going to say, you can see it happen, not because of him, no, just because of society, and that that is the one thing is like, he wasn't really like to our knowledge. He just seemed like a pretty chill dude, and all the stories. Yeah, he wasn't him. really. Yeah, yeah, and so not to be that guy. There's certain rappers who are passing the last few years. We knew they were living a certain lifestyle that right. take off. The Migos were are were are were not really portraying that street lifestyle in music. You know, they made music that all of our moms probably would like, and like. They're on James Corden and yeah, you know what I mean. They were very, they were, just, yeah, they were very, mainstream. Like you know, maybe in the beginning very, they were you know a little more like um, maybe not genuinely. I don't know, but like maybe they're a little more niche in the beginning. But like yeah, nowadays yeah. They're, they're very mainstream. Yeah, and so that that was the one thing. And like I know Offset's been is probably like has the most like been the most in the streets. And there's a whole thing with him. I don't. I'm gonna just talk about it. So, okay, so the other day he previewed a song, right? And I have no issues with him dropping music after his cousin passed. Some people did. I'm like, what? I get it, right? He previewed a snippet, and he's just talking about, like, catching. He, he has a line about catching the ops broad day or something. And I'm just like, you've been famous for a decade now. Like, we need to chill. We just need to chill out yeah. on all this. Like it's it's getting ridiculous because you you're not really doing this you're just talking about it and it's like, I think yeah um I I, I thought like th this first off this is one of the more higher profile ones in a while to be honest not like I'm keeping score or anything but like you know it maybe it maybe stuck out to me a little more just like this is one of the Migos you know what I mean um not to say anyone else is not sad or anything but you know this is I, right you're on during James Corden and stuff. And I just think, like you're saying, Gabe, it's like this. It's kind of exhausting. A, a lot of this, a lot of rap. Not to circle back to what we started off with. It's just like a lot of it's really. I don't know. I don't want to say like I'm telling people who come from 
adverse situations, how they can or can't live or spend money or whatever the fuck, but like this shit's exhausting. And as a listener, when you know that this kind not the music produces anything necessarily, but like when the music is supported by and created by people who look around their shoulder every day and like could die and do die. It's just kind of weird. You know what I mean? It's like exhausting to, to, to have to have this happen all the time. And I don't know. I, I think I've talked about this before, but like, I think the media gets a kick out of it because, you know, it's sensational. I mean, there's the story a few days or maybe it was before or after recently before or after takeoff died. There was a kid in Harlem, a guy connected to another rapper, like 14 years old, killed. And they were doing a dance about him. And then another rapper died in retaliation in that way. It's like, this shit is exhausting at the very least. You know what I mean? And I don't know when, how it stops. I think it should. And I think people could make it stop or help to make it stop. And I don't think they're doing that. And that's kind of disheartening. You know what I mean? It's, How could it help? It sells. I don't know. It sells because it, it sells, sells, right? And it's yeah. like so many of these guys who rap rap about it have been out of if they were ever even in the streets because a lot of them weren't. If they were, it's been a long time since they were. And at this point, a lot of these guys are thirty. I mean, like not. I'm not to calling like not to be that guy, but like Lil Durk's like thirty one. He has kids. He's he's been famous for almost a decade now. And I'm not saying he doesn't start on street ties, but it's like all your music is about killing people. Like, and all everybody around him has been has passed away. Let's keep that in mind. It's like you uh-huh. it still doesn't, it's still not clicking with him. And so, you know, some people get it. Some people, I don't know, everybody takes it one way or another. Some people take violence with more violence. Like if something happens, I need to retaliate. Other people take it with, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I think a good counter to Dirk, who I, I think is very talented and whose music I've liked a lot, even if it's kind of kind of slipped back into being kind of relevant to me recently, you know, um, Chief Keef, same, you know, same kind of deal with him, except I think he maybe, you know, they're different artists, sure, but like he actively got away, he actively removed himself. And I think he's making music now for the past few years. It's been as good as it's ever been, if not better. He's changing. He's evolving. He's not, you know, I don't. I don't think he's like, you know, kind, you know, pushing back against street stuff or anything. But he's not in it the same way that other guys seem to be, and that's a good thing, I think. You know, he. I remember hearing an interview where he talked about like, yeah, I don't really have as many guns because I just go to the paintball. I play paintball a lot. And paintball is a good way for me to release that energy without hurting anyone or wanting to hurt anyone or get hurt myself. And I think, I don't know. I, I don't also really blame people for wanting to, you know, if, if we've talked about before, being in the streets and stuff seems exciting and it seems kind of, I don't want to say fun, but it seems interesting and in, in yeah. that. And like, if the music is built off that, you can't really stop, I guess. I don't know. It just It's just weird. I think it. I think there is a natural like disinterest, though. I think it is coming to uh, 
you know, maybe not an end, but it is waning. In my oh, right, I agree with that too. All the music here in Atlanta is crazy. You live in Atlanta and you're black. Well, and I do feel like you're black when it's convenient. But it is worse in the south. It's all like random in the south. It's just like it's niggas. But like, but you but you see how like you know your the age demographic and city where all that is like you know targeted to. I'm talking about like on a on a grander scale. It's not 2018 anymore. You know. I mean, maybe, but I don't know. Every time I I've thought that multiple times, I've been wrong. I thought well, after COVID, shit would chill out. Well, I mean, like, you know, the rap, the, these things are still going to happen in rap and whatnot. But, like, I'm saying, I don't think, I think Takeoff is the highest profile person that this is going to happen to just because I can't see any other person in that genre getting bigger. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's any more room for any more growth in that genre. Like, it's not right. what's already happened. That's what I was saying about I think there's ways to stop or curtail this a little bit. I think if you look from a business standpoint, this specific, I don't know what to call it. It's not drill. It's not trap, whatever you want to call it. Um, since probably 2018, like you said, Digger, I think the the margins, you got to look at it from a business sense, from a label sense. You can get a kid 15 years old from the streets, doesn't know what the fuck's going on because he's 15 years old, uh, sign him to a deal, not have any real concern for longevity in his career, let alone life, because a lot of these like K flocks in jail for who knows how long because he killed some guy. Uh, what's the investment on that? Like, is it really lost that much? He probably I bet he made up for the million they signed him for in sales anyway. You know what I mean? Uh, I think like these guys are really easy to, to, I don't blame the kids all that much, but like it's really easy to give a kid a million dollars, not really care what happens to him, I mean, who makes a song or two, and then that gets enough recognition or, or, or playback on streams or whatever. And then like you go to the next thing. There's no concern for artist development or career advancement because these kids are used for their sensationalism. And that's not every street artist, obviously. I mean, there's some great ones. Migos weren't even like that. But I just think that the model very much dominated rap the past few years. And it's not paying off like that because people aren't interested. It's fucking gruesome. And the music isn't that interesting. You know what I mean? Not only are people disinterested in the beef because it's like old news, music isn't good enough to keep it going for more than a few weeks. That's what I mean. Like the business model catered, not catered to, but revolved around kids, you know, hating each other. And then what happens when no one cares anymore? You know what I mean? That's just what I think. I don't know. No, I get it. Like when other people aren't invested in the beef, it's not nearly as cool. Yeah, I don't know. You hit it. You hit it on the head. Yeah, <clears throat> that's that's what I mean. I, I don't. I, uh, well, I was gonna say, do we have any good news to bring up before we log off the show, guys? Um, hey, Brittany, you know. <laughs> I don't want to. I feel bad. I don't immediately know. Oh, the midterm. Yeah, that's actually, you know what, those are two pretty cool things. So the midterms did go well, um, and Brittany Griner is back. Um, yeah. I actually, I can't, I can say personally that, like, you know, the midterms going well makes, puts me at ease. Uh -huh. Like, I really was worried about that, that stuff. Yeah. I, um, my predictions were, I, my predictions were, in terms of big, big races, I figured Fetterman in Pennsylvania would win. I figured Michigan would be pretty solidly blue. And I figured 
that masters guy in Arizona would eat shit. And he did. And other than that, I was not, I didn't know what to expect, but the fact that this country kind of keep in mind, no one really likes Biden. He has tangible negative parts of his presidency. You know, the economy is not great and people feel kind of helpless after COVID and people, and, and, Throughout the country, by and large, people still said, fuck the right wing people who no one likes. You know what I mean? There's just a real, like, no one likes, they're they're nut jobs. I think, like, if you think, when I think of the average voter, I think of my dad because he doesn't really, like, he just has, like, wildly different, like, he, he, he doesn't care about, like, CRT in schools or, like, he loves he like public school and everything, but he also thinks like, you know, commercials are too like, there's there's too many blank on TV like commercials. You know what I mean? That's how the I, average I agree with him. <laughs> and I'm and I'm in the yeah. I don't. I'm care. kidding, guys. I don't, I don't okay. watch commercials, but like he, I, if I imagine him voting for like a guy who's like they're making your kids trans and they're 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 putting you know racism potion on your school. Well, I don't even know what they say anymore, but like. He's like, you're being weird. Like, I don't want weird shit anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? No more weird shit. And I think most of the country doesn't want weird shit anymore. So that's, I think, good. Yeah, I think people don't want weird stuff. I agree with that. I think that's the... Uh... Yeah, there's, there's, people aren't that's so committed cool. to the right-wing project that, like, they actually care about the shit that the right-wing people are saying. And most people just don't want weird stuff, so... Yeah. Yeah, dude. I think I think people just want somewhat of a return to normalcy, you know. Right. Yeah, that's what I think. And what was the other thing? Mm-hmm. I was gonna say my nigga, my, my nigga, my nigga, BG home. Right, oh back. yeah, the rapper. Because he is too. He'll be soon. No, I said Brittany Griner. I know, but B- BG from uh, Hot Boys is gonna be out of jail in the next few weeks. Oh, is he actually? Yes. How long? That's what I thought thought you meant. Huh? No, no, I I forgot. How long have you been locked up? I mean, I think it's like 10 years. You've been locked up? BG, Hot Boys. Oh, yeah. I um... I know because his his son raps and his son went to jail recently. He said, my dad will be home. Yeah, that's all I know, too. (laughs) So that kind of sucks. But I mean, yeah, Brittany Griner, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, lopsided trade, in my opinion. What happened? I don't even know what happened. Like, you think you think it was too much? They, we gave him that Victor bout, dude. Yeah, what to get her back. The Victor, he was like a, a weapons dealer, and he's known as like the the merchant of death. He's insane, well, and like right. he sold a, he was selling a bunch of guns to Colombia. Ooh, cool. Like, illegal <laughs> guns to like Colombia and shit, and the U.S. has had him for like. 25 years and we gave russia he's russian and he works for the russian government i think and we just gave him back to russia to get bernie griner back i'm like that doesn't seem fair bernie griner <laughs> she in the WNBA, makes eighty thousand dollars a year playing in the WNBA. it doesn't seem like a fair trade at all i'm trying to what's what's this victor it's like oh. i think i don't know what it is it's like victor with a k Oh, it's like a merchant. This guy looks sick. He looks cool. Yeah. <clears throat> Victor Bow. Victor Bow. Yeah, he looks cool. Let's yeah. see what his deal is. 
Yeah, he, he since it collapsed the Soviet Union, he sold weapons from Eastern Europe to Africa and the Middle East. Nicknamed the Merchant of Death and Sanctions Buster. How long has he locked up? Uh, the guy was in It says he was arrested in 2008, so it's oh. been about 16 years. Oh, something I saw said the 90s, so I must be tripping. I'm really, I'm might have been fasc- this is fascinating. That's crazy, though. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. It doesn't make a fair deal. You're right, Gabe. <laughs> Honestly, that is pretty lopsided. Be like, dang. He it would be bad. Like... I think it would cause a lot of outrage, though, here if they didn't release her. No, I mean she. She shouldn't. I mean it's it's almost kind of fair because it's like she's so like she should not be in jail. You know what I mean? At least this no, guy should be in jail. I guess. I don't know. This guy's cool. <laughs> well, welcome home, Brit. Yeah, welcome home, uh, Victor Bout. <laughs> welcome home, Brit. Oh, he well, learned uh, he learned South African languages so they could support the Angolan civil war. Okay. Damn, what a cool guy. <laughs> um, moving on. I want to thank everyone for meeting, for finally getting in the lab. Uh, thank you, gentlemen, for finding the time in your busy lives. Um, you know, thank you, listeners, for sticking around. We promise to be more consistent. Um, anything else we got to plug? Obviously, Max's newsletter. Oh, yeah. And are there any other things you want to mention or shout out? People, you know, news, anything? Uh, I'm good. Okay. I got nothing, man, you know. We good? Shout out my label. That's me. Shameless All plug right. Studio. Well, thank you for listening to another great episode of Shameless Plug. And we can't wait to see you guys in the future. So don't forget to tap in on social media, Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. And we will see y'all next time. Peace. Peace. Bye. And Max, stop recording.